0: The Sensory Deprivation Tank. Sounds kind of scary, right? Like if somebody was like, hey man, why don't you step inside of my sensory deprivation tank? Like, whoa! This is creepy. How did I end up in this dark alley? Why am I in the back of this van? But it's not like that. The Sensory Deprivation Tank is really a, a place to let your mind rest at ease like it's never rested before. You're laying in 2,000 pounds of magnesium sulfate in water. Okay, so you're floating in this water. You can't sink in this water. You feel weightless. The water is the same temp as your internal body. So you can't really tell where the water ends and your body begins or vice versa. The magnesium sulfate great for your body, great for your skin. Uh, has a lot of therapeutic qualities to it, kind of like laying in a giant bath of Epsom salt. And the sensory deprivation tank cuts off the senses so you can't see... There's nothing really to listen to unless there's, you can have music playing inside of there, but you, they suggest you go in there in, in silence. And you can't really feel anything or, or touch anything. I mean, you can touch the walls, obviously. You can touch yourself, obviously. <laughs> and you can touch the water, but the idea is to give your brain an opportunity to not have any of the normal inputs that are being inputted constantly into your brain, to cut those all off and just let your mind roam without any incoming senses craziness it's crazy it's great for people with insomnia great for anxiety uh, PTSD I guess it's been really beneficial for you. you'll find out about all of that about all of that in this podcast I've had four experiences now in the sensory deprivation tank otherwise known as a float tank and every time I get into it I have a new revelation I have a new experience we'll talk about those in this podcast and uh, as we move forward with my trips into the the float tank I'll have more descriptive elements of this, more ways to tell you what this float tank does, what these sensory deprivation tanks are all about, and why they're sweeping the nation, why so many people in so many places are getting on board with sensory deprivation tanks. This is a fascinating conversation with LHTA Wellness. First, though, let's shout out to the sponsors of the podcast, Trade Secrets, in downtown Altoona, Pennsylvania trade secrets underscore skin care on instagram natural body care products uh, to keep your body healthy like epsom salt or sugar scrubs bath bars wax candles wax melts lip balms body lotions steph and her husband andy are expanding right now and i think they're actually putting a salt room in right now maybe i spoiled the surprise but too late now we can't go back trade secrets in altoona the clay cup In Altoona, Pennsylvania as well, at The Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram, Sarah Vogel, who runs the joint, is an artist at heart, and she has created an amazing environment for people to enjoy themselves, enjoy their artistry, enjoy coffee and tea and community at The Clay Cup. That is what it is all about. Pottery painting. We just did some pottery painting there uh, last week with my son Max. It was so much fun. Made a mug for my mom for Christmas. And uh, Juice, J-O-O-S, 517 Allegheny Street in Holidaysburg, the Juice Bar, J-O-O-S. Cold pressed juice and smoothies, smoothie bowls, bone broth. I have a mild sickness right now. Maybe you can tell I'm a little bit verklempt. I'm kind of uh, stuffed up. And I should get down to Juice because when winter comes and you have kids in preschool and there's germs everywhere, you need healthy foods to make you strong again. Hot soups, raw vegan baked goods, all fresh made to order. At Juice, thank you for listening to the show, and now let's get this thing started. Let's get our float on, shall we? Yeah. This
1: is Rob Z Radio. Okay. Welcome, everybody. I'm here today at the LHTA Wellness Center, the Laurel Highlands Therapeutic Association Academy. Academy, We're Academy. okay. Yes. Almost got it right. And I'm here today. Introduce yourselves. Let's let's start off with that and uh, talk about what you do here. We're in Evansburg, Pennsylvania. So tell a little bit about yourselves and about the business and then we'll get into the float
2: sure I am Becky San Gregorio um, we've been the parent company uh, Laurel Highlands Therapeutic Academy has been around for 15 years this wellness center not that long not even quite a year we've been up here um, still in the mini mall just a different location up a couple doors um, and yeah we're, we're doing very well with massage therapy flotation therapy uh, soon we'll have halo therapy which is salt therapy so that will be fun too
3: very cool. And my name's Anthony. I'm Becky's husband and co-owner. Um, like she said, we've been in business for about 15 years. Uh, we just decided that um, we wanted to expand, get into some a uh, bit of a wellness center. So we're offering the flotation therapy now. It's something that we've uh, personally come into contact with, uh, to try to help ourselves in in certain aspects. And I'm sure in the rest of the podcast we'll get into. The different things that flotation helps, but yeah, it's, it's uh, great, we're getting a great response already for flotation and um, yeah, so.
1: Very cool. This is something that I've been hearing about for a couple of years now. So, I mean, if anybody follows Joe Rogan, he talks about it all the time. That's kind of where I had first heard the, the terminology, the sensory deprivation tank, and I had no idea what it meant and I've heard about it so many times that when I found out you guys were here, I was like overjoyed, like I have to try this out, I have to get up there as soon as I possibly can. Uh, and, and,
3: and in little old Evansburg, right <laughs> yes
1: very unexpected I would say for sure I guess big cities have float centers now right but the smaller smaller towns not so much
3: quite a few I mean you're going to go to the, uh, a lot of the major population centers around the country and there's going to be multiple ones but one thing we found in, in doing our research getting uh, getting this ready was is there's a lot of small towns that are doing this too a lot of the people uh, that get involved into starting a float center and there's places that just do flotation uh, where as a multidisciplinary kind of, uh, uh, center, if you will, for, uh, wellness. Um, you know, there's a lot of places that are just doing flotation and, um, they're springing up all over and people are doing it because they came into contact with flotation therapy and they know what it did for them. So they wanted to open a business and further put that out there to other people. So there's small towns all over the country that have flotation centers. It's, you know, it's getting big all over. People yeah. are finding out the benefits of it. So,
1: How did you guys first get involved? When did you find out about it? Did you stumble upon it? Did you know and you sought out to find one? Or how did it all happen?
2: Um, I think that we're... Well, I've been a massage therapist for 22 years. So um, massage is very much my world. And uh, I'm I've been an educator for 18 of those years. And I think that I've lost the ability to... Enjoy a relaxation massage Because I can't not be an educator It's uh, we tell the story all the time, Tony and I um, renewed our vows and we got a, a massage as part of our, our package for our second honeymoon. And the whole time we were getting a massage, I was like, well, you know, if you if you put your feet over here and actually work cross body body, you'll ergonomically, that's better. So I've, I've lost the ability. Ruining the whole
1: massage. I know. I did. I absolutely <laughs> did. I,
2: I And I watch my own clients when they come out of my room and they just have this relaxed look and just look so peaceful and... My muscles feel better after a massage. I feel wonderful, but I don't get that relaxation. So I think, and you know how important (laughs) stress is a major issue right now with everybody and and finding a way to relax is so, so necessary. So we went out and we looked for, we tried acupuncture, we tried infrared saunas, we tried halotherapy, we tried everything and finally found flotation therapy. And that's, that was our, that's my answer. That's what I need as far as therapy for me. Um, the first time I floated, we laugh all the time. The first time I floated, the lights came on, like, at the end of the session. And I literally sat up and cried because I just finally felt that that relaxation. So I, I did. I came out of the float room like, yep, I need these. These need to go home with us. <laughs> so, Where were you
1: at when you first found it?
2: Uh, the first time I tried it was in Nevada. Okay. So, yeah. How we many were, years ago was that? Um... Over a year. It took me over a year from the very first time I tried it until we got it to be able to offer it here. It took a long time. Um, and that
3: was um 2012 was the first time you floated. Okay, so, okay. But then by the time we oh, were okay. you know, to kind of do it here, um, so about we did some of our research. I mean, we didn't just decide to do it the next day. We did some research. We looked into things. Oh,
2: yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Definitely. So
1: about six years ago, you floated for the first time. Yeah. And then through that, decided we need to have one. Yeah, definitely in our building. Yes,
3: for personal use. <laughs> yes. Number one, and let people, other people, you know, share sure, it with other sure. People.
2: This yeah. is my pod, but you can use it if you want to. Right. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs>
1: and so that's that's fascinating that you got it because as a teacher who helps people relax all the time, you weren't actually able to relax yourself, right? Because you were always worried about or always thinking about how could this could be better or how this person's <laughs> not doing right. this yep. right. absolutely. Which would be very difficult, I'd imagine, in many situations. Somebody does something and you're like, wow, that was great, but, you know, I do it like this and that's actually the best way. But when you're in with 2,000 pounds of magnesium sulfate and water, there's no telling the water to do it better. It's just... Yeah. you're just there and it's doing what it's doing
3: well you're just there with yourself I mean yeah. that's that's the beautiful part of it I mean there's nothing like you know it, as a massage school there's nothing like a good massage from a trained uh, therapist who's you know giving you uh, effort and pressure and all those other things but uh, the beauty of flotation is you're in there by yourself and you can really just detach yourself from whatever stress is going on um, you know we talk about it all the time there's there's a there's major professional athletes and people that train all the time as marathoners and, and, and CrossFit athletes and things like that that are using it um, just as a restorative uh, for after their events and things like that. But, you know, they even get the benefit that most people are looking for of relaxation because when you're in there by yourself, it's just, you can work on things, you can relax, you can just, it, the time is truly completely yours, mm-hmm. you know? So. Which
1: is rare from anywhere else. Uh, in any other part of your life, yeah, it's very impossible to disconnect,
3: especially modern people, We're yeah. so plugged in with everything you know cell phones and and screens and just you know activities and everything, so
1: yeah, it was funny going from like when, most people when they say they're relaxing, they're usually like sit on the couch watching TV, which really is kind of relaxing, but your mind and your your brain's still engaged right you're staring at a screen, so then it, it's go to meditation, like meditation's really relaxing, but then all of your sensory inputs everything you know you're still trying to like ward off all of the trying to let go of all of your your senses as you're doing that but then you hop in that tank and your brain almost doesn't know what to do that's how i felt the first time i'll be going in my third time today my first time i think i came out and told you guys it was like almost my, my it was like uh, anxious my, my brain was kind of like i want to do something there's nothing to do in here
3: and that's kind of crazy because you're not used to that Absolutely. I think it was even after that session, you had said that you were used to meditative practices and it usually takes you how long to get to that place where you can really be uh, detached from everything. And that's one of the interesting things about, like we were talking about um, when you step in there, that already happens. That's already there. And if you know that going in or after your second or third float, knowing that you can get right into the, the the meditative process quick. Um, You know, when you step in there, for anybody that's listening that has never tried flotation before, you know, it's going to be an environment where there's no lights on, mm-hmm. there's going to be no music on. Um, with that Epsom salt you were talking about in the water, it makes it buoyant and you can float with no effort. There's no effort in, put into it at all. Um, and then the water's temperatured so that your skin uh, doesn't feel hot or cold, you know. Um, so when you can go in there, get into that that space and that meditation, that that quiet so much faster. The relaxation happens so much faster; that mm-hmm. it's more complete. So,
1: yeah, and that's the strange part is that you can't. I mean, to explain to get into it, right? It's you, you can't really tell where your body ends and the water begins because it's the same temp. And yeah, you have no inputs coming in. The one thing that I, which you guys said in the beginning too, is that all I could really sense with my heart, I could just feel my heart beating, which you really day to day life you don't really notice your heart beating. It's just in there working and. You forget about it, which is not a good thing. You should recognize that it's there working for you all the time. You show some gratitude towards it, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So when you actually lay in there and you're like, wow, I can actually hear my heart beating, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. That, that, that's, what it, that's how rare that happens to get to that point that you can Absolutely. actually feel that. So you, you were saying before, too, like you could hear the ripples on the water. You got into a certain point in there where you feel the ripples of the water from your beating heart, right? Right. Uh,
3: we're no experts, but we've you know, <laughs> through our research, we found out that I guess there's a, a there's a, a um, whenever you are able to get down into a, a sense of relaxation uh, where all those other processes in your brain, like we were talking about with lights off and the sound off, those are all processes in your brain that are constantly working as you're conscious and awake every day. Um, whenever you can put those on rest in there and you get really relaxed, you know, those are all alpha waves, beta waves, and in, in your brain waves. Um, there's the one down at the bottom resonates uh, at the lowest, called the theta wave. Mm-hmm. And whenever you're in what they call a theta state, you're so relaxed that you can actually feel and hear your heart kind of ripple out into the water. Uh, I've had it happen about once or twice for me for a couple of minutes. You know, um, and we float all the time. So it's it's one of those things I think that that rarely happens, or unless you really down into um, meditative, uh, processes while you're in there that it can happen, but it's Mm -hmm. a really neat phenomenon, uh, whenever it does happen. Um, it just, like you said too the quiet of being able to be in there, feel your heartbeat in your own body and to sit there and listen to your breath as you're doing that. I mean, it's something that I always harp on it here when I talk to everybody. It's the modern person. We're so plugged in and down in with all this technology. We, I think, we lose track of ourselves. And it's a great place to just be in touch with yourself. And what better way than to to hear that heartbeat that's keeping you going every day? It's yeah. like you said. Ha- show some gratitude for it because <laughs> whenever you don't and it stops, guess what?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed whenever I, when, the last time I was in there, and that happened to me. I was like, what if I have a heart murmur? What if I hear? It? <laughs> Like, what a strange <laughs> thought like I can hear my heart and I'm like what if it skips a beat what am I going to do then I don't know then I do have to go to the hospital I'm like wow I need to relax like what's a right. s- strange right. thing to be? that's what your mind just doesn't want to stop thinking stuff and that's the only thing it had to think about so it was like well how can I worry about that Yeah. let me figure out the worry <laughs> what's the worry there and that's I think one of the biggest parts I think when you step in there and, and you really relax is that you realize wow I think about so many things Constantly, not really all that necessary, especially in meditation that's one of the biggest part of the practi- one of the biggest parts of the practice is to recognize your thoughts and let them go and in there, I feel like they in the beginning flood to the surface and then kind of dissipate as the time goes on, right. which is really cool. Uh, talking about the magnesium sulfate so what is what are the benefits of that? Somebody might not understand like why are there two thousand pounds right mm-hmm. in each float what's the point what, what is the reason behind that
3: uh well with epsom salt um you know it's proven over the years that so many people n- have used it with uh, literally no problems no issues no reactions to it um people have used it for years as a curative uh for aches and pains as a soak uh people use it as a laxative people use it as fertilizer in their gardens uh, there's a lot of different uses for it and it just has proven to be um you there's other things that we could probably be using uh different grades of salts and other mineral salts and things like that. But you're going to get into, I think, a situation where you don't know if somebody's going to have a reaction with it. I think that's the reason why Epsom salt is uh, used primarily Mm -hmm. um, because of all the other properties that you get from it also, as like I said, as far as aches and pains and things like that. Um, So whenever you use two pounds of Epsom salt every gallon of water, um, you know, I think it was about, what, 20 20 bags, 20, 50-pound bags we used, Wow. Uh, with that four hundred gallons of water it's it's a lot that's amazing. Um, but it's amazing. it really is and I, the other part of the process too is is we say epsom salt. like I said, not an expert, but through our research, I found out we we call it epsom salt, but it's actually it's it's not as salt like sodium. We talk we call it a salt uh, geologically, I guess because it coalesces as a salt. Mm. Um, from there, I mean it's it's magnesium sulfate in there, what we actually found out from a manufacturer was um, when you put a certain amount of Epsom salt into water, you're going to get extra water because part of the, um,
2: uh, chemical, breakdown.
3: the chemical breakdown is um, actually seven parts of water to the magnesium sulfate. So, there's actually water in there that makes it hold together as a salt. Gotcha. So, when you put it in there, it actually releases more water into your water, so you actually <laughs> have to watch how much you... Epsom salt you put in there, so you don't end up overflowing your system. So <laughs> there's water actually in that Epsom salt. Um, so there's really almost no downside to using uh, Epsom salt. I mean, it, unless somebody came to us and said, "Well, I've had a reaction before. I'm allergic," but I, it just—I don't think it happens nearly at all. I think it's a very rare thing for someone to show a reaction to Epsom salt. So,
1: and that's well known for for relaxation, right? I mean, that's my wife uses that in the bathtub when she takes baths. <coughs> just pours some Epsom salt in. It's kind of known for that Um, and what's really cool about I guess this float pod compared to different ones this one the water drains out and also comes so when you get in there it's empty and it begins to fill up which is the great recommendation that you gave me was to lay there when it's empty and let it kind of lift you up as the water comes in which is a really cool (laughs) sensation. And it, then it drains back out, so it's a whole filtration system each time, compared to other ones which the water stays in at all times, right?
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm glad you brought that up, because um, um, our flow pod is pretty much brand new to the market. Um, we found the manufacturer, and what he actually did was is he traveled to all the float centers all over Europe, because it's actually quite, you know, flotation is quite big in Europe, getting big here in America. And he asked everyone, I see you have this, but if I could build you one from the ground up, what would you want? and he just researched it. It took him about three years actually, he said, and he went all over, and what he came up with was our product. Um, So what you're actually seeing when you uh, float here with us is three years of research from a guy who was already involved in the industry and finding out what people in the industry would want. Mm. Um, One of the things that a lot of people said was, boy, I wish I could get in there and clean that, but when you put 400 gallons of water in there plus 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt, You don't want to take it out. You don't want to drain it and put it back in, so you can never really get in and actually clean the whole thing. Um, That's the great thing about ours. We can actually get in, clean the whole inside down, make sure it's nice and clean, and when that water goes back through a set of pipes, it goes through a filtration process Mm -hmm. that is uh, almost second to none. I mean, it really cleanses the water. It's pretty much as clean as the day it went in. Um,
1: So with other tanks, they they can't clean them out? Is that how that works, or what happens? I was always... Curious about that.
3: Uh, they can, but the problem is, is you know, right where the water meets the side. You know, think of like any type of spa or pool that you're in. You're always going to have that part where the water. You really can't get in there if you use any kind of detergents or cleansers and things like that. Then you have a water chemistry problem. You have yeah. to put other things back in to get the water to go back to a condition that's good for people to float in. So a lot of times, there's um, just not a good process for getting these things clean. Um, but most of the time, I mean, they're using chlorine, they're using bromine, all the things you normally would clean. So it's perfectly fine. I just know for us and what we wanted to offer, we wanted to say have something that uh, we could guarantee, we could say, this is as clean as, as you're going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. Nothing to take away from everyone else. It's just, you know, we're right here at the the forefront of a change, I think, in the industry with the way things are going to start to go. And I think that we just, we think that our product is is just where everything's going to be going from here. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that anybody else isn't being clean. It's just impossible not, it's impossible to get it clean, you know, when the water's still in there. Yeah. Be very clean like we can.
1: Right. That's why yours is so unique. I don't know. I, I we'll have to. I have some pictures, but I'll have to do a little video of the water coming in, cleaning, going back out because it, it's really cool to see. Number one, like that pod looks like it's coming out of the matrix or something, right? I mean, <laughs> a
3: lot of people tell us they think about um, the egg from Mork and Mindy whenever yes. Mork, Yeah, it looks just like. like that. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's it's very cool looking. Number one, just to step inside of it. It's just when you get in and it lifts you up, and then you have like a how do you describe it? A sunset mm-hmm. in, the, in the beginning right. that kind of is light and then gradually goes through colors until it's dark and then yeah. at the end the music will start again and the lights will come back on to that series which yeah. is a great sleep wake up cycle is that i mean that's how it's designed right i would imagine right.
3: it's pretty much designed to follow our normal patterns you know, there's gonna the nice thing is is anybody that feels like they may be uh, claustrophobic there's a lot of room in there uh, there's no abrupt light changes or music changes everything happens very gradually so it's very relaxing there's not going to be like i step in and the lights go off mm-hmm. um you know the music goes off what's going on um there's a switch at the back very big one you can hit you, It's not a flip switch you just hit it uh turns the lights back on if you might feel like you're having a little bit of a claustrophobic crisis or anything else like that
1: and you can also leave the door open that's what people were saying to me i don't want to be locked inside of this thing well you can leave the door open yeah you can leave the door open
3: all the way from completely open which would leave about a five foot area completely wide open to the outside a five foot by about three foot section so about the size of a normal standard window at someone's house i'm you can be able to see out of it um the only thing is is you know that our pod is designed to keep all to the sound out mm-hmm. uh, which lends to your relaxation so just you know if anybody decides to do that keep in mind you might let some sound in taking away from your experience but still not a big deal you're going to get used to it it's completely fine to do
1: and talking about experiences I'll talk about mine first I guess because my first experience was uh, it was kind of confusing because I think the first time you go in you're not sure what to expect and you're brain's not ready for what to expect my second time going in which i told you coming out i had been in there for how long is that once the lights go down until they come back on how long is that it's 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 an hour through that it felt like about 15 minutes to where i know i didn't fall asleep but i think i went into the theta state or whatever that where I feel like I lost time, like some situation, like a flow state, I guess. Yeah. Like where the lights started coming on and I thought, wait a minute, I've only been in here for like 15, 20 minutes. Something must be wrong. That's what I thought. I thought like, well, something must've gone wrong. Yeah. Maybe they'll like turn it back (laughs) on. I'm like, Oh wait, this is it. It's done. Love it. I've been in there that whole time. So what does that say about what's going on inside of your brain when that happens?
3: Um, You know, whenever you don't have Around you, um, to not sound trippy or anything, when you don't have a reality around you where you're actually seeing your surroundings, you're not hearing your surroundings. Uh, you're floating, and most people, even when they float, maybe on the ocean or a pool, they're using effort to do that. When you can just do it without any effort, um, we we kind of we kind of feel our reality a little differently. It, uh, it's not the same. So. You know, time, you experience time differently because then you're left with your thoughts or just your, n- no thoughts, yeah. you know.
2: What's the saying? Someone used carefree timelessness.
3: Oh, yeah. It's something that I, a number of years ago, I, I came into that idea of oh, carefully carefree timelessness. We, as modern people, we don't make time for that. I mean, we make time for watching a football game or watching a TV and things like that. And that's something I was even bad at before I found flotation. But I was reading a book, and then this guy was talking about this idea of carefree timelessness. It's like, you know what we used to do at Grandma's house on a Sunday afternoon, you know the, the, you would the, the afternoon would just go right away from you, and you yeah. wouldn't even know that three hours went by, and it's something that we don't have anymore as modern people, that ability to just let hours go by and just be happening instead yeah. of doing something. Um, so yeah, I mean, the experience of whenever you're in there, whenever you're alone with that thought, you know, or whatever you're working on or no thoughts or whatever you're trying to do when you're floating, it it can, you can just experience time differently. And I don't mean that in like a a trippy, you know, new agey kind of way. I mean, it's just, you can experience it differently and that in and of itself is beneficial Mm -hmm. to realize that an hour went by and it felt like 15 Mm -hmm. or we've had some people say, oh, that felt like two hours in there. You know, maybe that's what you needed at that point in time. Yeah. You
1: know, because things are going to pop up oh, yeah, in your right. mind. Some of them good. Some of them not so good. Right. right. It's just kind of expected. We had, a and lady, that's the point to work through that.
3: We had a lady come out and, and, and as soon as she came out of the door, she goes, I really like that. And she goes, I need to go and I need to go apologize to somebody right now. <laughs> you know, she had had some kind of thing that her brain, it, it, the fact that it came up in there yeah. meant that when, whenever her mind was quiet, it came to the forefront yeah. and she had a time to think about it and mull it over. And she goes, I need to go apologize to somebody. That's that's a powerful thing. You know, she got a chance to to realize um, not I uh, not well, regret um talk about intuition. Yeah. It's like right.
1: it's it's there.
3: Forgiveness. I mean, she was she got to a point where she could find forgiveness and yeah. that happening for herself and then went and and right. was going to take care of that. I mean, that who knows if it was a friend or a family member, but she potentially really fix the relationship or, or a friendship there, you know, just in that experience.
1: Yeah. When we talk about the, 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 the the trippy part of it is like, we always look for answers from other people and from things, but really when you find like the best answers, it's usually just from letting the universe kind of talk to you, giving yourself some space. Like for me, it was always walks. If I go on a long walk, I'll always have like the, the answer or the best idea. I'm like, wow, that was so easy. Just take a long walk and it'll come to you. Kind of like in there, when you're just letting your mind uh, when you're letting your mind just sit there and sort through everything. It's like going through all the file folders. Then you're gonna sift through the right stuff and be able to figure it out. And I also noticed that like it makes your sleep when you go home incredibly oh, definitely. good. Definitely. Oh yeah. You're super calm. Yeah. You go to bed like right away. Not like a mentally, physically exhausted kind of sleep. It's like a my brain really enjoyed that relaxation so much. He wants more of it. Yeah. He wants to relax right. some more and take it easy.
3: Um, we, One of my favorite stories that we have from our short experience already, and I'd heard about it once or twice. It, I guess it's not the go-to for, for someone with insomnia, real heavy-grade insomnia, but we had a lady that came in. She had heard through friends about how you know we had flotation therapy. So she looked into it. She said, oh, I hear this might be something that's good for insomnia. This is a lady that, um, and I don't doubt her, she wasn't the type to come in and, and she didn't put on a show when she was talking. She said, yeah, I sleep about three hours a night, and I've done that for about 10 years. I've used all the medications for my doctor. I've used all the remedies, you know, valerian root and melatonin, and all those things that you use for um, sleep aids and such. Um, she says, well, I heard this This, this is good for uh, for insomnia, so I'm going to give it a try. So I said, hey, you know, just like everything, throw everything at it. See what you can do to try to fix it. Yeah. And um, she came out, and she goes, I really enjoyed that. I like that. She goes, I'll give you a call tomorrow let you know how everything went. So that was about three o'clock. She was finished at 4.30. She went home. She lives local, um, fixed herself something to eat about 4.30. And, and, and she called us the next day. She goes, you know, she was going through this whole telling us how this all went. And she said, um, uh, yeah, it was about 5.30. I was done eating. I sat down. She goes, I sat on my couch. She goes, I feel like I could take a nap. She goes, that's really weird for me. I. I like 5 o'clock in the afternoon to to sit there and take a nap, that doesn't sound right. She said, whenever I woke up the next morning at 8 o'clock in the morning, and I had slept for 14 hours, mm-hmm. flotation made a believer out of me. She slept 14 hours straight. She said she felt better than she had in years. So, know, she said, and the next time I feel my insomnia creeping up, she goes, you're going to see me again.
1: How yeah. often does, does she come in? Is it regular basis every week? Or? Every three weeks. Every three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So when she feels that... The, her she's starting to bound up again, and the yeah. insomnia is yeah. coming back. She Love comes it. back, and, and she's been sleeping, yeah, yeah. every night, yeah. Wow. And
3: you know she's either she's either spending money on any of the herbal remedies or anything else that that could she could be or she could be spending it on you know coming in for this. Um, yeah. I just like the fact that it's going to be an all natural kind of way, yeah. you know, where she's going to almost help herself fall asleep. Yeah. Um, so I question, I guess. Well, let's talk about experiences. So
1: tell me about your first, like the. I guess the breakthrough experience you had in it, the one that like told you, well, this is the thing I need to do. I mean, you kind of touched on it with the, you were crying as you got out of it, but like, what was it that caused that? Like, what was the, the feeling or the moment or like the epiphany or whatever that is for you?
3: Well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you it's uh, for me as a guy, I mean, my mind's always running. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, we have, kids. We got a business, we got a, a subsidiary business based off of this one. Um, you know, so we have a lot going on. Hey, I'm not saying poor me, you know, I'm the first one to ever say that. But, um, uh, for me, um, it was aches and pains. Mm-hmm. It was aches and pains. I had heard that it would be good for that. And, uh, you know, I'd worked for a number of years, a physical job, um, still feel aches and pains from, you know, just putting myself through that. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I started to realize a lot of benefit from it uh, as far as aches and pains. Like we said before, Epsom salt's great for that. Um, but then the, the 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 floating, being able to have all the tension in your muscles and your joints, be able to relax at that point in time for an, a full hour and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, you know, you can't even get that on a really good bed. And you're always going to have some pressure points and things like that. So yeah. that for me, it was that. But then it has turned into... um being able to get much more stable in, um, you know, emotions. Everyone day to day, we're not the same person. You know, your emotions are up and down. Things are happening. So even from a standpoint of being able to keep a much more even, um, stable emotional state, um, mental state throughout your week, going through all those things, um, that that's something that came up after you know a- after I floated enough time. So, how about you?
2: I think my main pull for flotation is um, mental clarity. Uh, like Tony mentioned, we have three different businesses that that drag us in many different directions. We've got four kids and so much. Um, people don't know how to slow down. We don't take time to slow down. And like even this morning, I floated to prepare for this podcast so I didn't sound like an idiot so um, I think that it just helps me not that I like you mentioned that it felt like 15 minutes you your brain checked out and I love it but sometimes I use it more as a focus point like I'll write uh, a chapter of a book while I'm in the float pod like I I use it for yeah yeah and then you hop out of the pod and you write things down for real but
3: um, the floats that I don't like is whenever she comes out and she has a list of things for me to do, I, like, do. <laughs> to I do relaxing? why are you giving me a list of things to do absolutely Stop.
2: I'll come out alright this this this
1: now yeah. how, how do you remember that in the floats I'll do that like in meditation I'll think of all the things I need to do like those are all great ideas but I'm like alright let them go I need to keep meditating and then I'll forget them usually or if they're really powerful they'll come back.
2: Right, they do. Yeah, definitely. And I think that again you're you're taking away so much of the the stimulation to your brain that it can focus a little bit more. It can you've got more brain power that can be dedicated to those things that you're thinking of. Very true. Instead of all the the chaos the uh, well, what's Tony? Tony says about me all the time. My brain is just like this computer that's opened, and there's so many tabs that are going on, and nothing ever gets xed out. So
3: and where is this music coming from?
2: Well, yes, exactly. And, and control, <laughs> delete everything. So, um, I think flotation just narrows it down. I've got one tab, and I can focus on that, and that's yeah. very valuable because I'm not going to find that anywhere else in my life. I need that, so that that's my my go-to.
1: Yeah, it's nice that people like. They'll leave you alone, you know, in there. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a, I mean, a massage, obviously, and other things like that are ways of, of, of disconnecting. But in there, you know, nobody's coming in. You know that nobody's going to be banging on the door. Right. Nothing's going to happen. And I find that to be incredibly relieving. Yeah. Right. It's like, how do you, especially with four kids, like I have a four-year-old, sometimes you go into the bathroom just to get like a couple <laughs> minutes of peace. Absolutely. Right. It's very hard to get peace. <laughs> right. So when you go in there, it's like, well, I... This is what this is here for, right? Yeah. To get that hour of peace that you won't get anywhere else.
3: It forces you to take time for yourself. Yeah, one of the right. things we've always said for a couple of years now, we will sure tell do. people, we will tell people whenever they, they uh, come in for a massage. You know, they they had a bad day, they were rushing, they had uh, um, you know traffic or anything else like that. And they're like, oh, it's just been such a day. We go, relax. The next hour is yours. You know, <laughs> and it is. It's like I say, modern people, we we just don't know. How to stop and take a little bit of time for ourselves, um, especially, especially someone who comes um, from a, a nature of wanting to be a giver or a helper. Mm. They definitely don't know how to do that for themselves. Yeah. You know, to their own detriment, physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, you know, take your pick of any of those caretaking, uh, caregiving kind of. Uh, um, Jobs and professions out there—you can see it; it's all over the place. So this is definitely something that can help someone who's a caregiver. We actually have uh, quite a few of our students and things like that. We tell them, "Hey, go! You've had a hell of a week. Go, ahead, go get in the float. You'll feel better." You know. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, it's it's crazy, right? Because owning your own owning your own business, and even if you have your a job that you work for somebody else, it's always about the grind, grinding. You're grinding it out, and you're supposed to be working hard. And some people don't even. They've never even taken the time to slow down, and they are afraid to almost like they're afraid. Hustle,
3: hustle, hustle! Everything's yeah, gonna pass you right.
1: by, I and mean, like you're afraid to like face what's going on inside of your own head. When you ask somebody if they've ever meditated, And like, "Well, yeah, I tried, but I couldn't." Uh, I mean, it's, it's the, everybody's the same. We all have this constant wheel of thoughts going on. It's not—it's not like you're any different. Maybe you think more than other people do, but like, the more you take time to see what's going on in there. It'll slow down, and the more it slows down, the more you slow down, and the more calm you are. And and then it, the less you do it, the more it builds back up, right? So it's kind of like that Absolutely. thing that you have to take
3: well, you the time can, to do. you can see how people end up with um, you know, low-grade or even high-grade anxiety disorders yeah. then. you know they sure. got that constant wheel constantly moving. Um, that's why this is something that they're finding out is actually doing uh, wonders for people with anxiety disorders. I mean, it's just a great, great thing. All that stimulus that normally has your brain moving all the time can be put at rest. I mean, it's just great. What they're finding out, there's um, uh, studies being done out at a place in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, the um, Laureate Institute for Brain Research, and um, Dr. Uh, Feinstein out there. It's just amazing. He's actually um, uh, He was actually on a CBS This Morning clip, and they actually had one of their guys go out there and do the whole deal and um, go through and show what they're doing out there. It's just amazing stuff. They can show that your heart rate slows down. They can show that your brain waves slow down, all those things. So that's really important for somebody with an anxiety disorder, and they need to be able to just unplug, slow down, bring everything down uh, a bit mm-hmm. um, through our research, and and, and it's really becoming um, something big right now. PTSD, another thing this is really great for. Um, you, know, you have stimulus constantly working on, on someone with an issue that's unresolved. Um, it's actually starting to show physical manifestations of, of, of causing this person you know, grief and, and, and uh, ill health they're finding out in PTSD counseling, you know, the counselor knows what how to engage that person's thought processes and 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 get at those that trauma that caused the PTSD and then that person being able to work on that because there's in counseling you're always going to go home and work on something afterwards. You're going to have mantras or things you have to say and do. They're finding out that you know, putting them in a, an environment like this, someone with a PTSD, once again, PTSD it's it's an adverse reaction to outside stimulus. Mm-hmm. What's better place to work on that and go through those processes than in that float tank? We've had some veterans come up um, that are PTSD one actually brought up his service dog along with him, sat in the room you know um, it's just it's it's showing a lot of uh, great uh, possibilities for these people to actually heal their PTSD and start to move on. We've read articles where people are like, I'm not only like living again, I'm thriving. I'm able to actually move forward in my life. It's always going to be there, but now I can actually work on it. I can deal with it and still thrive and live. So,
1: yeah, you know, what do you say to somebody who like the reason they don't want to do it is they're afraid they're scared of the things that are inside of their head? Cuz that's usually what the one of the main deterrents, is, right? Like facing that's scary. So, I mean, people with PTSD, I mean, obviously they're going through they have some serious things in their head. They have to Deal with and they have to face that's it's brave to get in there and face that. That's
3: very brave. It's brave for a regular person to go back. And like I said, that lady before who felt like she had to go and apologize to someone, that's brave. You know, um, it's incredibly brave to go and face your inner demons, the things that are causing uh, serious problems in your life. Um, I would say if you feel like it's something that you need to work on, flotation by itself isn't going to fix it. Mm You've got to get with a counselor. Try to find a counselor that maybe knows about some meditative techniques or about flotation and how you can work that in conjunction, whether you float at our place or somewhere else. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, I think finding a a counselor to help you with your PTSD that knows how to do those practices and say, go in, float, work on it there. I definitely think, you know.
1: Yeah, that's a good suggestion, using it, coupling it with something else. So you have the techniques and then you can go in there and use the techniques in the tank.
3: Absolutely. I I don't think you'd want to walk in lay down and start trying to deal with your big bad demons. I think that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. Couple it along scary. with, you know, something. And even people with anxiety disorders or anything else, you know, talk to your counselors, find out about it, If it's something that can, um, they can use along with what you're doing currently to help enhance everything. Definitely. It's, it, you can't hit problems with just one issue usually got to hit it with a couple no matter what you're talking about For so everything at it. oh yeah
1: yeah <laughs> <laughs> throw the throw it all at it yeah. and see what sticks <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly no doubt definitely and since you're already taking the meds or whatever that might be your situation is i mean this might be a way to because I, I think anybody who's on well I, mean, I shouldn't say any everybody but lots of people who are on medications they want to get off them at some point right. it's not like i want i don't want to be on this thing forever it's just that right now i don't know anything else so instead of taking another medication to take to go with the other medication then you need another medication to fix the side effect of the other medication exactly it. this could right. be the the supplement medication
3: yeah nothing against medication there's some great miracle drugs out there that have given people a lot of hope you know regardless if it's mental or if it's a physical ailment yeah Um, but you do get into the situations where you end up relying on it um, and it starts causing side effects and you're taking something else and all of a sudden you you got yourself in a real real bind yeah physically right. mentally and this yeah. is
2: not a replacement for medications. It's it works Absolutely in conjunction with. with.
3: Yeah, works yeah. in conjunction with. That's what we're about here, too, as wellness center. It's just, you know, we have people that come and they float, and then they go get a massage. And that is, boy, I'll tell you what oh, you want. That's probably right. a great combination. Oh, <laughs> man. It is a great combination. I've done it a few <laughs> times, and, boy, it Nothing to take away from our therapist here, our student now therapist. Now, can I float one?
1: and then get a massage in the float tank? How does that work?
3: No, but
2: we're working on <laughs> doing Reiki while you're in the float pod.
3: Oh, really? <laughs> <that>. Oh, wow. <laughs> We've discussed quite a few things. Yeah, we have.
2: <laughs>
1: and also, the cool thing about that tank is, I guess, that other ones don't have is the room. Like, I can spread my arm. I mean, I'm 5'9", but um, I can spread my arms the whole way out, my legs the whole way out, not touch the side, Yeah. which is really cool because you can really then get... Cause you kind of went. Like, did you say it was like a mermaid? You're like a mermaid you can, in there. You, can be a mermaid. you feel Absolutely. like you're. You, that's how I felt. Like I was kind of yeah. like swimming around in it, and it was.
3: Well, from head to foot, if the the length of it, you can fit someone that's seven foot four. Wow. You know, one of his ideas was is he wanted to be able to fit any professional athlete mm-hmm. in it. Because right. he had big plans. He wants to take this and make this as big as he can. Yeah. You know, just everywhere. He wants these everywhere you think this is a superior product. so They really
1: should be yeah. everywhere.
3: So if you're not seven foot four, and say you're five foot nine, six foot, you have room, so much room at, above and beyond your feet. I mean, it's just, it's such a huge space in there. You know, if you feel like you're a claustrophobic person, You know, you leave that door open, but you're still going to find that there's a ton of room in there. No doubt, yeah.
2: My purpose for that one is to, um, there's a ton of research on autism and ADHD for the the little ones to float. That float is extremely beneficial. I wanted a pod that uh, the caregiver can, like, sit in the pod with the child while they float. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the the things that drew us to this pod. If you've researched or Googled any of the other... um, manufacturers what they look like not all your pods are going to give you room like you said to be a mermaid or to have a caregiver with you in the pod so that was important to us too have you guys had that we have yes yeah
1: how how young of a
2: Oh, we've had six-year-olds. Um, really, we've had sets of twins that float in the same pods. We've had all kinds of, of really? interesting things. <laughs> wow!
1: And yeah. the, and how have they? What do what do the kids say, or what do the caregivers say about the results?
2: Um, they've had a really a good positive, and and they are all coming for different reasons. Um, we've got a little one who floats for just for the magnesium. The main purpose he's in the water is for magnesium. His levels are always low, so. Um, with that much magnesium sulfate in the pods it and we can track the blood work when he does blood work to see how big of an effect it really has to to his levels um there's not a lot of research I can't give you a research study that says that magnesium is, is absorbed through the skin I can't even though we know it even though we've been doing it for forever but um yeah in our own little way we can see that it changes lab levels for people
1: that's incredible. How long does a six-year-old last in there?
2: Oh <laughs> well, they're going to use it differently than you are. You got to yeah. think. Think of your. They're going to chatting, talking, yeah. Moving, oh, and they yeah. bring boats, bring a toy, oh, okay. bring yeah. and play and goggles because if they splash, it's it's salty. It so burns a little bit, yeah. it's a different atmosphere but for little ones. At the That's same so time, funny. a
3: six-year-old is more in touch with their inner self than yeah. we as adults are. So they Very almost true. don't yeah. need the kind of therapeutic benefit that you or i draw from it so there's that there's that kind of thought process too that's very true yeah (laughs) they're not as messed up as we are (laughs) not yet (laughs) (laughs) not yet
1: (laughs) i mean if they float enough though though they won't ever get as messed up (laughs) well guys this has been a great conversation uh i really have my my two sessions that i've had i've Enjoyed thoroughly. I've been telling everybody about it. Like I've probably told like thirty or forty people now awesome. about oh, it. Awesome. Like yeah. As a small the word. business
3: in a small town, it, it's great because that kind of personal endorsement goes a long way. Yeah, we um, it. Yeah, we do definitely appreciate and it. And you're in a
1: great location too, because there's so many surrounding cities. Right. Like Evansburg yeah. like, is kind of a middle point.
3: Right. With with major highways coming in, 219, yeah. 22, coming from Altoona, Johnstown, Clearfield, Indiana. I mean, we've just for our massage, we have people that come from all over the region because they we've had students from all over the region and they tell people so you know, it's it's a nice central location um right here in the middle of cambria county
1: anything else you want to throw in before we wrap it up anything else that i didn't go over that you would want to mention
3: no no i think it's i think it's been a good talk today maybe we've left a few things for maybe another episode if absolutely i'd love to. to
1: revisit this in a couple of months absolutely and like go back and you know talk about the journey You've already been going on the journey, right? right. <laughs> I'd like to talk about my journey and also uh, it, some sort of case study from somebody else. I, I would love to be able to talk to somebody who's been coming here for a while, has been using it for a while, uh, and yeah. their own personal yeah. transformation through it.
2: Plenty that are willing. So, yeah, yeah
3: I think we've got a couple in mind that actually would probably do a, yeah, a pretty good go job ahead. of being able to explain their experience and such. So, cool. Yeah, Definitely. I think that'd
1: be really powerful, and I just I like ideas of of therapy that. In, don't involve any sort of pills or anything like that like or you can do it, yeah. it
3: naturally any kind of outside intervention let's say you know yes. anything else just something where you're just with yourself and being able to deal with that because yeah. I think it's so beneficial so many people don't do it
1: we forget that it's all inside of our mind it's all there To it's all fixable we just got to tap in and listen to it yep. and we That's just great. don't take the time to listen
3: yep right. absolutely
1: so if people want to contact you how do they get a hold of you
3: well, we got our telephone. Uh, we have email. We Is have that a Facebook. landline or what? Yeah, it's a landline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. Um, yeah, it, we call us at 814-471-6871. That's our phone number. Um, you can contact us by email at info, I-N-F-O, at L-H-T-A-C-A-D-E. My.com. That's LHT Academy. It's a little confusing, but I'll put all that in the show notes yeah, as yep. well. Yeah, yeah. So but then the show notes. Facebook, um, is good too. Facebook is really, really good. We have um, um, our LHTA page, which is for uh, the school and the massage. We also have the LHTA Wellness Center mm-hmm. page that's on there for uh, specifically flotation. We don't want to get any info lost because it's something new. We wanted to direct somebody right towards a, a site where they can get their info. Uh, if you go to Facebook and type in either LHTA or LHTA Wellness Center, um, you can contact us through Messenger there. Um, yeah, and we usually get back to you pretty quickly. Anybody has any questions on it, they want to come up and see it first before they even um, schedule a float. We're more than happy to show it to to you and and have you go through it. So.
1: And if you go to my, uh, there's some pictures on my Instagram, which is Rob Z Radio. You can go there and see. I posted about it. You have to scroll through, but you'll see the pod. It's glowing. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard to miss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put some of that up, and we'll do some video and stuff too to get some cool just to show how it works, Absolutely. how the water goes in and, and the whole process. I yeah. think that's important.
3: Yeah, I think it's important for people to see exactly what we're talking about because if they don't know the size of the pod and how, how slowly the water comes in and you almost don't even notice that it comes in um, and it starts floating you when you're you're laying on your back and all of a sudden your arms start lifting off and your legs and then your back and, and then your hips and, and it's just a, it's an experience unlike any other. So if they can actually see that, that would probably be great. So. Yeah,
1: uh, the barrier to entry it would eliminate the... Some of the fear, trepidation would come along with that. Absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you so much. And we'll do this again soon.
3: No problem, Rob. It's great having uh, you.
1: Hopefully, people got something out of this and uh, stop by LHTA Wellness Center, Evansburg, Pennsylvania. Perfect. We'll talk to you soon.
3: Great. Thanks, Rob. Hey.
0: What an awesome conversation. Thank you so much, LHTA Wellness Center, Evansburg, Pennsylvania. And really, uh, these podcasts go all over the world. So if you're listening to this and you're not from central Pennsylvania, find a float tank find a sensory deprivation tank in your area they're popping up in big towns and small towns all over the united states all over the world so thank you for checking that out hopefully that opened your eyes a little bit to what a sensory deprivation tank is all about it doesn't sound as scary as maybe it once did to you maybe it sounds like something that could help you maybe fix something in you and that's what i'm hoping for from it as well so as i continue this journey i'll continue to talk about the float tanks that i use and hopefully you try it out for yourself Make sure you check out Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. If you want to support the podcast in any way, shape, or form, Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. My man Jake Over makes all the beats on this podcast also. So he's a music producer from central Pennsylvania. If you dig any of the music that you hear on this show, know it's from Jake Over. Search for him on Facebook. Jake Over. DDP Yoga. Uh, what I've been doing for about uh, almost three years now. DDP Yoga is a new form of yoga it's not yoga like you think in the traditional sense this is like traditional yoga practices with a lot of energy and a lot of force and momentum a lot of strength training and strength conditioning and plyometrics included with the yoga to strengthen ligaments and tendons all those parts of your body that like if you're a weightlifter those parts of your body that are hoarding it all together they're holding the strong quads hoarding the strong back and bicep and shoulders together. It's all the ligaments and tendons, all the tiny pieces we forget to pay attention to. That's what DDP Yoga strengthens. And I'll just say that I use it. It's changed my body. It's changed my life over the past three years, so I suggest you do as well. DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP Yoga. Check it out. Also to the sponsors, the Clay Cup, at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. Trade Secrets, at Secrets and Trade on Facebook and Juice. J O O S at the Juice Bar on Facebook and Instagram. My zebras, thank you so much for listening. Get your float on, and I'll talk to you next time. Peace out. This is Rob Z Radio. (coughs) That's
2: cool.